begins with this gate drop. There it is. We are back in town. Welcome back up, to the man? Power Thanks to for the having Ground podcast. Yeah, no, <laughs> no worries. Sorry, I just um, totally ruined your intro. My bad. Oh, good, man. These, these things happen. These things happen. All right, I'm just going to run through it real quick because I actually don't know what the name of this segment is anymore because we're kind of doing things a little different because Doug and Tiller have their own. And I kind of feel weird calling this the Power to the Ground podcast because it's not really anymore. It's like a different thing. So, and the, what I mean, we're calling this now to is the ground, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because so we're calling it the Power to the Ground Motor uh, Motorsports Media Network. So, Ooh, yeah, I know it's like getting it's getting you know big, you know. <laughs> it, it's changing that's, at that's least. cool though that's cool though yeah it's fun to get more people involved and like watch it kind of change into uh you know whatever it ends up changing into um it's it's interesting it's like you know watching your kid grow up um all right so let's let's jump into some spots here real quick before we jump into it so we can get that out of the way um first of all if you guys are watching this but while i'm going through these spots again this is a new segment so if you've got any ideas i'll i'll pop this up again as we're talking if you've got any ideas on what we should call this and basically the idea for this segment is uh it's gonna be me having uh conversations with people uh like guests on and having you know at least semi moto related conversations with people and you know you you come in and out of the the motorsports realm with a bunch of stuff that you do so it made sense for you to come on here um i mean i guess I that, just, it, it's what i'm interested in so yeah exactly exactly so if you guys have any ideas for uh what i should call this segment um just go ahead drop them in the comment section Maybe we'll go through Jesse's those. Moto Talks. Moto, Moto Talks with a T. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's not what I thought. It sounded <laughs> it sounded like a C in the front there. Um. Yeah. Also, if you are watching this live right now, don't forget to smash that like button. Drop a comment in the comment section. I don't really care what it is. You can come up with a segment name. You can tell me what your dog's name is. Uh, tell me what you have for breakfast this morning. Whatever it is, just drop a comment in the comment section. And don't forget to share and subscribe. Um, let's nice. jump I into, had leftover uh, pizza, by the way. Did you? For breakfast? Yeah, I didn't eat that much last night, so I just saved some and had the next uh, morning. That's, that's a solid move, man. That's a solid move. Um, it probably produced a solid movement. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, it's you pizza. Like a, See what I did? See what I did there? No, I got you. Right. I'm picking up what you're putting down. First spot, man. You're you're first on the on the spot list here. Bro Taco hot sauce. Bro Taco Foods. Uh Sean, of course, is the owner of Bro Taco Foods that we have been religiously repping for I don't know. Which I appreciate. It's how how it's been maybe six six to nine or months. 
ish somewhere Something on that. Like that. So, uh, I we just hit our our first year on Cinco de Mayo. That sweet. is our that's our birthday, which is is funny that Cinco de Mayo it wasn't even planned. It was just kind of like I'm gonna re- release this blog that I was doing at the time before I'd even really made start making hot sauce and it just happened to be yeah. on taco worldwide day. It was crazy how it, it like came together. I remember the first time I saw on Facebook that you're making hot sauce and I was like, what? <laughs> and then we yeah, ended up just, doing it was just weird. The live tasting, which mm-hmm. uh, is it's still, it's still up on the internet. Um, so if you are in, if you're interested in, uh, any kind of, if you're a hot sauce enthusiast, first of all, you got to jump over to brotacofoods.com. Use the coupon code PTTG for 20% off your entire order. Um, dude, solid stuff. I mean, I just got another, I just got another, uh, three bottles of wrap sauce in just the other day. And I'm uh, yeah, good eighty percent through my first bottle already. <laughs> Sorry for the delay, by the way. Oh, it's good, dude. It's good. Um, next up on the spot list, we have Sunstar Sprockets and Chains with our boy Doug over there. Uh, if you're in the market for new brakes, new chains, new sprockets, you jump over to Sunstar-Breaking.com. Hit up the email support and use anything about PTTG in there. You can mention Bro Taco. You can mention Sean, Jesse, Tiller, Doug, Steve, PTTG, whatever you want to mention in there, and he will hook you up with 30% off your order over there. Um, and, of course, jump on over to powerthenumber2theground.com. Grab yourself some merch like this. Get Jiggy in the whoop shirt. We got a uh, <laughs> we got a uh, a new shirt design over there for the uh, in honor of the new newly appointed uh, royalty of the 250 class. The uh, the Lawrence brothers they uh, they got to race each other for the first time in the pro ranks um, in the last round of Supercross. And it was I was, I was joking awesome. about that on your yeah. guys' comment section because you're asking yeah, which pretty... Lawrence brother was going to win. And I was like, I think the Lawrence brother will win. Yeah, yeah, you did. <laughs> they have the they have the most awesome names though. There's Hunter and Jet. I mean, those are pretty solid names. They are, especially so in motocross. Is... Like if you if you name your kid Hunter or Jet, they're going to be doing some probably some dumb shit. But it'll probably be entertaining, you know? So this is actually, um, Doug put this up for the last show, but this is the the shirt design. I got it. Yeah. Nice. Putting the hunter and the jet in there. Hunter trying to shoot down the jet. So, yeah, jet, <laughs> who, ended, who ended up uh, Who ended up winning? Uh, jet took first place. And Hunter ended up taking third place, but uh, Hunter went down mid-race. He just he he washed out, and he fell back to like sixth or seventh place and made his way back up to third. But he probably would have taken second had he not gone down. 
he was moving yeah. he was moving his way up towards the front that would have been really cool to see the two of them go at it but we've got outdoor season coming up soon so we'll have a chance to see them it reminds battle me of that out. old that old motocross movie that like super cheesy one yeah where it was the two brothers racing. i actually just watched that like two three weeks ago it just it came yeah, on like recommended on YouTube, and I was like, "Oh shit, I forgot this movie existed." I got the same recommended uh, the same recommendation on YouTube, but I didn't you must be watching yeah. the same stuff. <laughs> yeah, we must be. Yeah, probably. Yep, bikes and boobs, right? Yeah, that was my girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I actually yeah. lately I've been watching Harley stuff, man. I've been watching like. Um, the guys over at um, Unknown Industries, Rusty Butcher, all that stuff. Just watching all these um, Harley stunt riders, man. This stuff's awesome. But uh, <laughs> I, I was watching them, and they'll be like, oh, I could do that. And then I'll watch the fail videos, and then I'll think, oh, I probably shouldn't try to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe not. Yeah, all right, man, so I'm gonna mean, do... those, those bikes aren't cheap. I'm going to do a, a, a quick intro for you. Because for those of you who don't know who Sean is, who you, you haven't caught him on uh, Couch Cross or anything like that, Sean, of course, is the owner of Brotaco Foods. Um, I've also known Sean for 15 years now. Something like that. You know, actually, today, it's funny. Today is 14 years on the money since I stepped on the yellow footprints. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I did. So it just popped up on my Facebook, and I was like, "Oh man, has it really been 14 years?" 14. So like, we've years. known each other like 12, 13. 12, years yeah, probably. Now. Really, when did you get to Pendleton? Uh, December, oh eight. Really, it was so you were you got there that much longer after I did. Yeah, I, guess. I didn't realize that. I felt like you were there for way longer than that before I left. I mean, I caused a lot of trouble while I was there, so it probably felt <laughs> oh, maybe like maybe that's maybe that's what it was. I had to do I had to do so much extra running. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, and so, bullshit because of me. <laughs> so if you haven't picked up on it, Sean and I served in the Marine Corps together. Uh, we were stationed out in Camp Pendleton. That was where our uh, our friendship started, and um, you know, we spent we spent some good times together out there but i think our our friendship has really evolved well, I mean, in the, the last couple of years yeah for sure i mean like when we were both in pendleton there was always that like i got to do what you told me to do but at the same time like we were still cool but right. like you're right it wasn't until like we got out and started just kind of living life and going through everything life threw at us that we started connecting because you were doing the, we we're both doing the kind of entrepreneurship stuff. And that's where we kind of really clicked. Right. Yeah. We would call each other up and, you know, look for advice for this, that, and the other. And or yeah. like, dude, I can't do it anymore. And one of us would be like, <laughs> stop being dumb. Just relax. Yeah. It's going to be fine. That's, Sorry, that's I have a, how I have a, a lot of those. That's how yeah, a lot of those conversations a, went. I got a I got a puppy that I have to watch at the same time we're talking because she's a little terrorist. That that happens, man. She's a little Belgian Malinois, man. All they do is eat shit. <laughs> That's yeah, right. So probably, when if you... I pick her up, if I pick her up, she'll probably chill out. 
How did you? Uh, I know Doug, Doug and Tiller both love watching your stuff on uh, on social media. Oh, it's like well, I appreciate that. Like I love their TV um, show. <laughs> well, I'm glad that they're entertained by my antics. I love that they do a, a segment where the like worst crash of the day is called Bro Taco Sauced. That cracks me up. Yeah, the sauced it moment of the race. That's what they call yeah. it. <laughs> I saw that. I was I was watching their show and I was like, wait, what? I didn't even know they were doing that. And I was laughing. Yep. Yeah, dude. They uh, I got uh, her. Stop. Oh, damn it. I got her um two, three weeks ago. Yeah, how did that come about? Uh, you know, I was browsing Facebook and it popped up and I was like, hey, babe, you want to get a puppy? And she was like, yeah, let's do it. And then the next day we were like, yeah, we shouldn't have done this, but now we have a puppy. <laughs> no way. I never get puppies coming up on my Facebook timelines. It was somebody was trying to get rid of them. Uh, they had a they had a whole litter. Um, They're just like, we just wanted to go to a good home. And she's calmed down a lot. Uh she the first week was rough man she screams and howls and does not sleep through the night but we've we've worked on that so now she'll go to bed she'll whine for a little bit but then she'll go to bed but man uh definitely was testing my patience that's for sure <laughs> as puppies do yeah and she bites she she kind of stopped but i mean like you know how puppies bite and it's like oh it's just a puppy bite no man she like straight like alligator snaps at you and so we, we fixed that but that was my hand was kind of infected for a couple of days so that was great oh that's no fun Dude, it sucked it sucked i was like why did we get this damn dog but now now she's cool she gets in trouble because she has so much energy yeah she'll get it she'll get better you're gonna like do some hardcore she's a malinois so she probably be able to do some crazy stuff well you got so you got a german shepherd and a malinois huh yeah yeah luckily he's you gonna start older, a private so security firm off. no no i don't think i'm ever going back into that industry again I I I'm, I'm, I'm good on i'm good on that hold on a second man. she just got into <laughs> some stuff come here you hear her just <laughs> crashing through things i did just yeah. a ball of energy. We, we so what's going off, on with what's going we on? Blocked with, off the uh, apartment. She still sneaks around. Oh, does um, she? Oh, dude. <laughs> she found like one little spot she can sneak under my desk and get into like around and then through the kitchen. Uh, dude, you know, um, bro, tacos just kind of where it is right now. I've been doing a couple of trips, so I haven't really been doing too much. And then like I'm still in school for like my bachelor's program. So that's been taking up a lot of my time. Um, plus with my back injury, man, like I just try to get up every day and get my tasks done. And like, I'm still surprised that even with as bad as my back is, I'm still able to go do stuff. It's just, there's levels of pain that I can't <laughs> like some days I'm like, I'm on the couch for today, but then the next day I'll go ride like 300 miles on my bike and be totally fine. And then the next day I'm back on the couch cheese she's looking at well you. so are, are do you have new uh you have any new sauces coming out or anything like that so oh that's right i wanted I to tell you this weekend i uh 
I am going to try making a full-on barbecue sauce out of brat. Ooh, let me know how that goes. I definitely will. I definitely will. Somebody else was telling me about getting into barbecue sauce. Uh, new sauces, I don't have anything in the works right now. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's mostly just been just kind of keeping it going. At the, but I have some stuff on in the works, like that uh, brop seasoning that I sent you. Yeah, I'm still I'm still kind of working on that. I got to figure out some things with that one just because like the consistency isn't what I want it to be, but it's hard to get the consistency I want because I'm dehydrating honey. It makes it sticky, right. you know. So I'm figuring that out. And then I have a couple other ideas for some other things that I'll probably start releasing in the next few months, just beta testing it. May or may not have something to do with uh, margaritas. Oh, so, I'm intrigued. Yeah, it's been it's, it looks fun, and it, it means I get to drink a lot of margaritas because I got to test them out. But <laughs> uh, you know, I got some stuff that I'm, I'm kind of playing around with. But right now, man, I'm just kind of focusing on just getting orders out as fast as possible, keeping people happy, and everything else is just kind of in the back end while we just kind of figure some stuff out. Yeah, that's good, man. It's it's cool. It was, you know, you went from just making hot sauce on a whim and you were for a little while you were just like testing stuff out and you were just like sending them out to people to try for free yeah uh, a little bit of it was that but like once i got a lot of like well the first order that i actually made was just i just made it for myself and i made way too much so i was just like hey i made some hot sauce you know like anybody want some just like friends family that kind of thing Right, And then people started wanting it. So then I started, I, I went and got those little tiny, because I didn't have bottles. And it's not like I was selling the stuff. I was just getting little small ones. And I went and bought a bunch of those like whiskey shooter bottles. And I just drank all of them, cleaned them out, and then filled them with hot sauce. And then was giving those to people. So I was just, so I would just get fucking lit making hot sauce because I needed <laughs> the bottles. And then halfway through, me and my buddy Danny, because he was helping me, we, we were like, why don't we just pour this into like another bottle so that we don't have to drink 20 of these little shots? <laughs> <laughs> and we're sitting there like, why didn't we think of that before? Just drunk it's as hell. because you were drinking all the bottles. Yeah, well, I was like, oh, we just got to drink all this. It'll be fine. But it's like we could have just poured it all into a, like a, a flask or a bottle and then been fine. But no, we got lit instead. Yep. And then it became oh, like this vicious cycle where you just kept getting drunker and drunker and then further and further away from that completely like logical idea. Pretty much. Yeah. But then, you know, it moved to, I in actually get, I get bottles now. I'm not just drinking bottles of whiskey and then filling it in there. Nice. But that, that was how originally I was bottling this sauce when I was just giving it to friends and stuff. So it's kind of a funny story, but then it's like we were just sitting in the kitchen covered in hot sauce. Like, it's so spicy, but I got to drink this shit. <laughs> Stop. Good God. Yeah, dude, I liked that um, that rub. I, 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 I sent you a bunch of pictures, and mm -hmm. I sent everybody a bunch of pictures. I used the rub to make a um, – it was a 17-pound brisket a few weeks ago. I saw that, dude. I was like, man, that sounds so good. Oh, dude, it came out so good. 
It was unbelievable. So I I used it on steaks. Steaks. Yeah. Yeah. Instead what of doing the, the classic like salt pepper, I, I rubbed it with the the brop rub and put it in the cast iron. That turned out really good. Um, I also used a little bit, so I made ramen, but instead of using the packet of ramen, mm-hmm. I used the dry rub. Dude, in, did that destroy you? No, it was it was really good. It actually, wasn't too spicy? In the, no, in the uh, in the the hot water, the honey came through more than the uh, spice did. Oh, nice. I so, used it to make teriyaki, but that was when I was first playing with it, and I used way too much. <laughs> so it was just crazy spicy teriyaki. Yeah. Yeah. So the um, with the brisket, it was so I I just got a brisket from Walmart. Um, mm-hmm. it was seventeen pounds pre-trimmed, so I trimmed it up and took a bunch of fat off. Um, I rubbed it with um dijon mustard as a binder and then Mm -hmm. i just used like most of that jar of the dry rub on it to season it and dude the bark on that came out so good (laughs) it was unbelievable it looked absolutely good when you sent that to me i was like oh my god yeah, I'm. I'm definitely gonna do another one of those. Um, obviously, I don't have as much of. I still have some of the brap rub left over, so I'll mm-hmm. see if I can make some sort of a concoction, and maybe I can seal one, vacuum seal a piece of the uh, the brisket and send it out to you. I'll do. It. It'll make it. I'll smash on that for sure. Yeah. I. Uh, we tried. We went camping and we tried, we used the brop as a steak sauce and we were sitting there like me and my buddy were like, why have we never thought to do this before? This makes A1 look like ketchup. <laughs> it was that's damn such good. A good idea. Yeah, that was, uh, that was one of my, that's why I ordered three bottles. One of them is for camping this summer. So mm-hmm. that was, that you was know, I'm trying process. to find, I'm trying to find a way to get those little small travel ones that you just refill kind of like, yep. um, like sriracha has them they use them but like because the thing is man glass breaks i don't want to use plastic though i don't really like contributing to like single-use plastic stuff that's just not good for the planet but i'm trying to find an option that you can literally just you can put whatever flavor of the bro taco sauces in there you want and you just keep refilling it and then that way you can keep it in your pack and take it wherever you go because the last thing I want personally when I'm out doing something is a bottle of hot sauce to shatter in my pack and get all over my clothes. And it's not like, right. Like, can you just imagine like you have a bottle of pineapple habanero in your pack and it covers all your clean underwear. Like that's not going to be oh. good later. That's not no. going to be awesome. <laughs> it's just going to, it's going to be spicy and sticky. Yeah. And you don't want that touching your junk. No, 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 no. Believe me. You don't, you don't, you don't ever <laughs> want that. Let's just not say that I had Sean. to use the, use the bathroom and my hands were not as washed as they maybe should have been. It was sucked. Oh, Steve did that. Steve did that like within the last year. He was like chopping fresh uh, habaneros. And uh, we'll just say he ended up standing over a bowl of cold milk. <laughs> 
Dude, it doesn't matter how much you wash your hands. Once that's in your skin, like it takes a couple days. Yeah. It's not it's not fun. Dude. All right. So hey, so what happened with this Harley thing? So there was yeah, So there man. was let's let's walk let's do a play by play on this because I think me, Doug, and Tiller, we were all like eagerly awaiting this trip because we wanted to vicari- like live vicariously through you. Dude, I was super stoked on this trip. I was like, yes, this is I've waited for a trip like this for years. This is going to be awesome. And so basically what the plan was, my buddy's moving to Texas, right? And I was like, all right, I'll help you move down there. I'll go with you. And at the same time, I was looking to buy a Harley, but I wasn't finding anything up here that I liked for the price that I wanted to pay. Because just prices are shooting up right now, especially with it being nicer weather, you know, everybody's right. starting to price their their bikes higher. So I just wasn't finding anything, and then I just started looking in Texas, and I found one. It was like everything that I thought I wanted. Messaged the guy, talked to him. We made a deal that I was going to drive down with my buddy. We were going to go to Dallas. I was going to pick up the bike, and then I was going to finish the trip out to help him move. And then he was going to trailer his bike with him. All right, knock it off. He was going to trailer his bike with him. And then we were going to both, from like the Gulf of Mexico where he moved to, we were going to ride both of our bikes back. All the way back up to Seattle. And I was like, oh, this is going to be dope. This is going to be a crazy trip. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Literally two days before I was supposed to leave. The guy knew I was coming. We had a deal. The price was already locked in. Everything was set. Two days, he shoots me a text and he goes, hey, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but I, I, I sold the bike. I got money in hand and got excited and I sold it. Now, it's your bike. You can do whatever the hell you want. But at the same time, like we had a deal, man. Like That's pretty shitty when we had a deal. The very least you could have done is just called me and been like, hey, I got a guy here that has the money right now, he's going to buy it right now, unless you can like maybe bartered with him or something, you know, but at right. least give me a heads up at like two days before the trip. That sucks. So, and this is the thing he's like, oh, I'll find you another bike. That's just as good. I know plenty of buddies dude. N- never heard from dude again. So I was just like, whatever, man, fuck you. You're, that was kind of a dirtbag move, but wasn't the bike for me that day. I'm scrolling through Facebook marketplace and offer up and Craigslist. And I found this bike. As soon as I saw the picture, I was like, Ooh, that's the bike. The guy wanted a bit more than I was willing to pay, but I messaged him. I was like, Hey man, it's a super cool bike. Would you be willing to take this? And he's like, if you just raise it up a little bit, I'll take it. So it just kind of worked out. I went there the next day, bought this Harley from this guy and then rode it like 160 miles home in the dark. (laughs) <laughs> with a with a helmet that has a blacked out windscreen on it so i'm sitting there like looking at headlights and everything like making sure i can get home but it just worked out because like god damn it dog <laughs> um it was i like i ended up liking this bike better i like the look of it the other one was more like a uh, a dyna bro stunt bike and this one's more like more chopper it's kind of more of a gotcha. chopper style to it so I love the bike, but then my buddy, because he's been having a nightmare planning this trip because he was supposed to go buy a condo, buy a sailboat, live on the sailboat. That fell through. Like everything that could have gone wrong with this trip was going wrong. So he was just like, man, 
I don't want to deal with it. I'm just gonna we're just let's just go down there, do the move, and we'll fly back. And I tried to talk him into like, hey man, let's just do it. Let's just do it. Come on, screw it. Let's just let's just ride back. But it was such a hassle that I was like, you know what? Let's we'll plan another trip. Now I have an, uh, another excuse to ride through Texas, you know, go visit him, go be a pirate on a sailboat or something. But right, it was just one of those things where everything that could have gone wrong with this trip did. So we were just, we just kind of were like, all right, well, we'll just do the road trip thing. We'll have a good time. We went through Moab, which if you've ever seen Moab, it's super cool. Like, Everybody knows it for being like the four-wheeling Mecca where you take your jeeps yeah. and everything. But it's it's a little touristy. But the cool thing, I didn't know this. They have companies there where you can just go to Moab and then rent one of their jeeps to go destroy. Really? And, and then and I was because I was like, I don't want to go wreck my Jeep. Like, what happens if I break <laughs> it? Then I have to drive like eight hundred miles back home with a busted ass Jeep. Right. But I was like, if I can rent somebody else's, let's send it. <laughs> but so the, the trip was cool like it was real laid back we took three days we stayed in hotels and just had like a just a total dude trip got down to texas down in the gulf checked it out it was it was a good time but i mean it wasn't what it was supposed to be by any means yeah but it doesn't mean i'm not gonna do one because i mean now i have the bike i can set it up how i want it's not like i'm setting it up on the fly while we're on the trip so i can actually be more comfortable and figure it out i'm hoping to talk my girl into to getting on her bike and going with me that would be cool yeah that would be cool so well you know we'll see if she's you, down for that you know that you have a uh an audience at the very least for the next time that you uh decide to plan one yeah man that was crazy I, did i tell you about that i posted that video on tiktok and it blew up yeah yeah i was like what the fuck it was just me talking about it too. It wasn't anything cool. I was just like, hey, I'm traveling across the US and it got something like 7,000 views and like 800 comments. I'm like, holy shit. Like, yeah, dude. Right. It's, I mean, it's and I just, feel bad because everyone wanted to watch it and it just didn't happen. Right. It's one of those things where people like, I feel like people do so little now that whenever they get a chance to watch somebody else do something, they just get hyped. That's fair, I guess. And then here's me where I'm just like, I don't like I have my lazy days, but I want to go do epic shit just because I want to go do it. Right. Will you calm down, please? <laughs> I'm telling you, just... this dog, man, she's she's just staring. <laughs> she <laughs> she likes being held, though, huh? Yeah, this. Uh, well, for the most part, I found one night she was freaking out. And I was trying to uh, do some homework or something late at night. And uh, I was just like, you know what? I wonder if this would work. And I just put her like inside my bro taco hoodie while I was wearing it. And she just poked her head out within minutes. Just start snoring just out like a light. And then it was so bad that I had to keep waking her up to make her shut up so that I could focus on writing my paper. Cause she's just like right here. Like just hold me. It's nice and warm. I mean, it was cute, but it's still, it's like, she's, she's something else, man. This breed is something else. They're supposed to have a ton of energy. That's like part of the, there's, they have a wicked high prey drive too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're working on it. I was just, uh, 
doing some training with her earlier today, teaching her sit and come because she, she didn't know anything. And when we first got her, we were more focused on stop biting us and go to the bathroom outside. So now that she's gotten that down, it's like, all right, it's time to start training her and getting her to not be such a little asshole. Yeah. <laughs> this is the thing. I got to figure out what her job is. Cause with this, with this dog breed, you get, they have to have a job. Otherwise right. they just go crazy. And so I got to kind of figure out what she's going to be good for. All right, fine. But stop getting into stuff. Immediately runs out to attack something. You got to give her some, uh, you got to get her some bomber glasses. So, so she can <laughs> go on the, uh, on the motorcycle with you. You know, I was thinking about that. I was thinking of because uh, I, I was hanging out with a buddy uh, yesterday and she was going to be here in her kennel for a while. And I've gotten her used to being in her kennel for about like five hours, you know, just because she needs to be used to that. Like that's part of her schedule. And but still, it's like, uh, maybe I'll take her with me, but I'm on the Harley. And I was just thinking I'll just put her in my leather jacket and zip it up so she can poke her head out. <laughs> But the last thing, the last thing I need is for her to freak out while I'm on the road. So yep. I was like, oh, I'll just, I'll test this another day when I'm driving around in the, the neighborhood or something, Smart. or I'll get her used to it on my bicycle. Yeah. Yeah. On the, on the electric bike, the old, the good old, uh, what is it? The super 73. Yeah, man. I'm actually, uh, probably going to go cruise around on that when we're done here. Just cause like I haven't ridden it in a couple of days thought about going for a bicycle ride after we we're done with this too it's a nice the, day man yeah i mean it's it's towards the end of i'm wearing different time zones it's towards the end of the day here now but what is it over there it's, it's like uh seven o'clock seven, seven almost seven forty. yeah oh, okay but so it's still light out i mean you can what's see what's this uh I've been noticing that things have been changing on power to the ground. So you said it's the power to the ground media outlet or media company motorsport motorsports media network. Yeah. All right. So the, the idea is um, we want to get uh, some more. Um, I don't know, but just more, more people involved and brought uh, like a broader uh, set of perspectives like Doug Doug is super into um, like cross country and hard enduro type racing so he wants to get um, more yeah, into I, I, I've always wanted to do the Baja 500 I think that would be the, the sickest challenge ever yeah I don't think he gets uh, he actually I think he did rate I think he rode Baja when he lived out in California, but his stuff is more like trails through the woods type of type of stuff. Okay. But he's, he's heavily involved in uh, the GNCC series, which is getting all it. It's getting really big right now. So the intent with Doug is he wants to start dealing more with the GNCC series. Um, Tiller is wicked into stats, so he wants to start doing like his own like stat shows. Mm -hmm. um, I I just like motorcycles and <laughs> and racing in general. That's, um, that's so, where I'm at, man. So my my intent with this is, I guess, uh, my show is um, 
the the intent is for it to be like a a moto centric Rogan type conversation podcast. Okay, so yeah, you're just talking like you bring in people from the industry and you just talk to them about stuff. Yeah, exactly. So I've got um, I dig it. Last week I was supposed to have um, uh, Dylan Woodcock, who I'm still in I'm still in talks with him. He is doing physical rehab because he broke his back during the Supercross season. Um, <laughs> yeah, he broke his back, and he also has to work for a living. You know, because it's something yeah. that Pete, I think think people forget is that these guys who don't have like big factory backing you know yeah the privateers they, they still got to go their nine to five or whatever they do exactly so like getting his uh his schedule together is um has been a little bit challenging he still wants to do it i i'm not i think what we're going to end up doing with him though is we're going to end up just doing uh like a zoom like recording a zoom call and then just mm-hmm. playing it on the live show at some point. And then yeah, I know um, you guys have been doing live a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much every show is live. Um, and uh, soon we'll be doing them live on the website as well. Um, we'll be streaming straight to the website. And what we might end up doing is doing like the first half on um facebook and youtube and then doing the second half on the website for mm-hmm. like mem like members only type of content that type oh, of stuff gotcha gotcha and then uh let's see who else so i got a hold of um who did i talked to devin devin harriman i spoke to he's another 250 um motocross supercross rider he's supposed to be on the show um next week and then uh i'm working on a couple other uh guests to potentially be on the other show with uh doug and tiller so you know it's just it's i'm not i'm not sure that it's getting bigger right now i think it seems bigger because there's more people involved and um, it's changing a little bit, but I think it's changing for the better. And I think that's going to allow production, it to bigger. Your production in itself is getting more refined for sure. <clears throat> and you can see Thanks, that man. just with like how everything's put together. You guys still, like I said, you guys are still the Wayne's world of motocross and I love it. <laughs> but it's, uh, it's definitely getting more refined as far as like how you guys are presenting the show, which I think is super cool to watch. Yeah, and it um I love watching uh Doug and Tiller's show too because they're um neither one of them have like a like a media background. Mm-hmm. But it's it's been fun to watch one other people doing a podcast on on my, you know, thing, but mm-hmm. also watching them like get more comfortable doing it. Like I can see the two of them getting the being just more comfortable on camera and developing like a dynamic between the two of them. It's just pretty yeah, cool. They have to a see. really interesting dynamic, especially like because you can tell that uh, Tiller is he's more the analytical, love stats kind of for sure. And then like they have yeah. they have the 
they balance it out by being totally different. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Tiller is totally, uh, he's totally an analytical stat guy. And Doug is, uh, Doug's a vibe guy. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's it's no, definitely I like cool, I like uh, whenever whenever it pops up and, and I just happen to be on the computer or whatever, I'm like, oh yeah, I'll throw this on in the background and listen to them. And and it's 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 pretty damn funny sometimes. And plus, you know, like yeah. I don't really get a chance to to watch too much of the races and and everything like that. So like the only input that I get that I don't get off like Instagram from like the supercross channels that I follow is from you guys. So like Sweet. if anything I know about the sport is probably come from from your show well (laughs) sweet well i can't say that you are uh, adequately educated but at least you've got (laughs) some information (laughs) yeah i mean i know some 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 things i I follow up i I watch the show for sure but i definitely like i I don't get to uh, hardcore follow it one of the um the things that i wanted to I I want to make it up to Washougal at oh, some dude, point. It's cool. It's cool up there. I've been there one time. I went with my dad when I, I just graduated high school. It's it's an experience, man. I know. That's it. So that's what they say is they say that Washougal is like the biggest race. It's it has the the biggest draw of all of the races, the nationals, the outdoor nationals. Yeah, it's packed, so, and like people camp out there, and it's just like a giant like hangout. It's you can just go from campsite to campsite, and all you got to do is go brah, and somebody will do it back <laughs> to you, and you can start talking to them. It's ridiculous, but it's super fun. I would love to to plan out a trip. I don't know if it'll happen this year. I've got a bunch of races. I think um, Doug and Tiller want to plan some race for us all to meet somewhere kind of in the middle because Doug's in. Uh, Ohio tillers in North Carolina and I'm up here in Rhode Island. So mm-hmm. we want to try to plan one of the nationals. It's kind of in the middle of us. I'm going to, I'll be at Southwick. Um, I considering uh, going to Unadilla, which is our, our background that our backdrop there. Um, okay. That's out in uh, New York. Um. So I don't know. Uh, I've, I've got a, I've got a quite a few races on my uh, to do list this year. I'm not sure I could swing a Washougal trip. Are you? How are far you racing? is it from you? No, no, no. Just um, a... it's like right on the border of Oregon. When I was a kid, I thought it was way further, but now that I drive like literally all over the U.S. all the time, it's really not that far. It's like four hours or so, oh, something okay. like that. Yeah, it's not bad, man. So, so if we. So if we planned a Washougal trip, would you be interested in meeting us there? I would absolutely be interested. I can't 100% say that I will be there because, you know, the last trip I planned kind of fell through the <laughs> through the cracks. But, I mean, I will absolutely do everything I can to get down there. All right. Well, I can't guarantee that it'll that we can plan it for this year. But let's definitely try to – let's try to pull that one together because that's, that's for one – I haven't seen you in over 10 years in person yeah, for sure. Um, so that would be, that would be a nice, nice trip to take to go hang I'm out with you. Curious. Again. 
I'm, I'm curious too, like, what are they going to do at Washougal? Like, because the pandemic and everything, like, what's changed? Like, are they going to let people camp there or they only letting a certain know. amount of people in? So this year might be a wash anyways. I don't know. We just got a, we got an order here in, um, they lifted the mask mandate here in Rhode Island mm. for uh, indoor and outdoor. Um, there was like, yeah, there's some, well, indoor if you're fully vaccinated. See, and that's funny because in Washington, they're like, even if you're vaccinated, keep your mask on. And that's pissing a lot of people off. Yeah. And now they have they have vaccinated only sections of um, baseball games and stuff like that. And like you can't if you're not vaccinated, you can't go and do these things like it's it's a thing. Wow. What a world yeah, I did we live not in. see see that coming. <laughs> what a world we live in. So I don't I don't know. Uh for Washougal, you know, Unadilla, I bet Unadilla will have some restrictions because it's in New York State. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, getting around to some of the other tracks, I bet there will be some tracks where there's no restrictions at all. It, it just depends on what state they're in. Yeah. Well, I mean, Texas, I was just down in Texas and like people are still kind of wearing their masks depending like certain stores or whatever. But like I was in a bar drinking with people like it was there, there was less people for sure, but it was, it felt like normal life again. Right. Yeah. I can't wait for that. Um, hopefully. All right. So last thing that I want to talk to you about before we jump off this, um, cause I just started, taking alpha brain again a couple days ago and i gotta say stuff yesterday were you so what do you what are your thoughts on it now all right so i I did i've i've done one i bought two bottles and i finished off the one and i don't know i'm really inconsistent when it comes to taking like vitamins and medication and stuff like that so i'll like go a couple days without taking it and when I first took it, it's just kind of, I didn't know if it was a placebo effect. Like I expected it to do something and yeah. that's why it did something. But it does seem that when I do take it, whatever I'm doing, if I f- stay focused on it, I'm focused on it. So if I have a big homework assignment to do, I'd take a couple alpha brain and then literally Emily gets mad because it'll be like a f- eight page paper and I'll have it done in 30 minutes. <laughs> and i'll get it so that so that's one of the so i uh, the reason i started taking it again a couple of days ago is because i saw this article and it was about l-trazamine hmm. um which is an is it's an amino acid yeah so i didn't know that it was in there right but the here. whole thing yeah it was the whole thing was about how L-trazamine is it's like this big trend because it's basically like a a natural Adderall. Huh. And I'm and not, I was I'm not like, seeing that in here though. It's at the very top. The very first list. L I I see L-tyrosine. Hang on one sec. I might I might have the word wrong. Let me go grab my bottle. I'll be right back. Two seconds. <laughs> no worries, man. So 
So for everybody watching, I'll just keep you entertained by doing dumb shit. Yeah, it's l tyrosine. That's what it is. So it's that it's that first one right underneath the uh, where it says on it flow blend. And that's what are you frozen? <laughs> Bro. <laughs> I was waiting for, for you to you, catch it. For those of you Our, listening, for, for those of you listening to this on audio later on, I just ran to the other room to grab my bottle of Alpha Brain so that we can have this conversation. I get back and Sean is posing with his finger in his nose like an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Uh. So yeah, that's I haven't really heard of that, but what I have heard that uh, I just was talking to somebody about yesterday was uh, vitamin D and how we don't get enough vitamin D that we're supposed to do, and doctors recommend like taking like two thousand milligrams of it, but you're really supposed to have like five thousand milligrams, according to the person I was talking to. I'm gonna look into it further myself, and they were saying that like almost like clockwork at every season, the season change, they would get sick. And they would get strep throat every year. And so they could, they're like, I can just time it by the seasons that I would get sick with these things every single year. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, me too. Like it, it is like every time the seasons change, I would get sick. And then he was like, I started taking vitamin D and he's like, dude, in the past three years, I've been sick once. And I was thinking about it and I was like, you know what, man, since I started taking vitamin D, like I'll feel like shit some days, but I haven't really gotten sick like at all. So that's one thing that I'm, I'm starting to up my dosage a little bit on the vitamin D just to like, see if it does make an actual difference. Cause it's, I guess it's not actually a vitamin. They just call it that it's actually like, um, it, it's a hormone and it produces something like 72 other hormones in your body. So it's attached to all these different hormones. So if you don't have enough vitamin D, then all these other hormones get out of whack. But if you have a, a surplus of it, then they are able to function way better. At least that's how he was putting it to me. But I gotta look. So in, I gotta look into that more. So don't quote me on that. Okay. So have you tried doing like a like a vitamin D um, supplement with Alpha Brain? Yeah, usually when I take it, I take all my supplements at once. So I'm taking like gotcha. glucosamine, fish oil, um, ginkgo biloba, vitamin D, um, iron, um, I think zinc as well. So I've taken all those. Gotcha. Start getting old, man. Things stop, you know, start feeling all <laughs> rickety. So uh, this this stuff, this alpha brain stuff, it's like um, – I thought it was the placebo effect at first too, but I I honestly feel like there's a noticeable difference. I I just ordered some more yesterday because I'm mm. I'm down to my last capsule. Um, I actually ordered some uh, another bottle of the capsules, and I also ordered a um, tub of the uh, the mix that you just mix in water. Oh, I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, they have so, it. In, so it's uh, like a like a protein powder or something like that. And you just take a um, scoop and you more, mix it in, and then it looks like it's more like a like a pre workout type of okay. mix. 
so it's like a little scoop and you just uh, dilute you know, it in water. I try, I've been trying to take um, powdered collagen. It's supposed to help with like when you have like a lot of body pain and stuff like that. Yeah. So I've been trying to do that. And then I just started trying um, just yesterday. And uh, today was my first time doing the the droppers. Uh, have you heard of Uncana? No. It's a veteran-owned CBD company, and they're really like ingrained in action sports, and like they sponsor a couple motocross riders, um, mountain bikers, all that kind of stuff. And it's all vet-owned. And I've been following for a while, and then I just I hit him up to just be like, "Hey, what can this do for my back pain?" And they were like, "Hey, legally, we can't give you any recommendations, but here's some reviews of people and what they said it helped them with." And somebody had some very similar back issues like mine where they have nerve damage and stuff like that. And they were taking the same thing that I just bought and started taking. And they're like, it's been working wonders. And I only took like a small dose today, but I mean, for the most part, I'm feeling pretty good. And then I'll, I'll up it. I'll take another dose later, but I mean, it seems like it's working and I'm, I'm a pretty, I'm not anti, weed i just it doesn't work for me like everyone's like oh why don't you just smoke pot and i'm like bro i don't like smoking pot it makes me paranoid and it's just not awesome for me so i don't like it but this it seems to be working so far so what's the name of that company again was it uncanna yeah u-n-c-a-n-n-a okay I'll reach out to them. And they're super like... responsive. If you if you message them on Instagram, that's what I did. They got back to me in like 10 minutes. All right. Yeah, maybe I'll see if, um, if they want to partner up or something like that. Do hey, some, you know, they might at the very least want to come on your show. Yeah. Um, that is something that, uh, something that I am definitely looking more for is um, not sponsorships. I, I really don't like the the – the idea of having sponsors like because mm, i really own you yeah i really like the um what you and i have which i consider Part, a, a partnership. partnership where like there's no money exchanging hands but you know if you've got stuff going on i help promote that stuff and mm. if i've got stuff going on you help promote that stuff it's just you know it's mutually beneficial to both of us yeah it's kind of nice synergy yeah and i really like that um and that's that's how it's been with um sunstar with doug um it's been just in it's they've just been mutually beneficial partnerships for everybody involved <laughs> um so Plus, another I mean, one that I'm the sponsorships i think are great when you like need money to reach a task like right when we were doing for left, right, straight, we were doing um, our beer tasting festival. We absolutely need sponsors like, because we needed your money, like straight up, we need your money to make this happen and we'll put your logo or whatever everywhere. And it was great for things like that. But like at the end of the day, like if it's something, especially with your show, because it's not a one and done event, you know, like I think if you guys were to host an event, sponsorships make sense, but, they would own you or a certain aspect because like we gave you this money. This is what you have to do for us, which I mean, that's fine. But then if they want to flex on you, which happens, 
Right. And you kind of got to bend to their will because they gave you this money. Right. Yeah. And I, I definitely want this to be self-sustaining. You know, I want the people who put money into this, I want them to get something in return. You know, I want, I want to provide a service or a product for people to buy and for that money to be exchanged to sustain this whole thing rather than doing it through sponsorships. Like I feel like every mm-hmm. other podcast in the world does like they basically just start, start a podcast and they do it until, until they get their sponsorship deals. And then, and then they end up, especially the moto podcast, man, the moto podcast will be like, they'll be like 20 minutes long and 15 minutes of that 20 minutes will be, ads ads and that that's that's annoying that's crazy annoying for sure Um, i like how you guys knock them out and you're just like hey this is who we work with they're cool go check them out and then uh then you're back on the show but like i i agree man especially like what's the there's one that i listen to from time to time the manly manliness podcast which oh the art of of manliness yeah but like out of nowhere, you'll, he'll be in the middle of the conversation and it just cuts right into this ad where it's, it's a long winded ass ad. And it's like, yeah, come on, man. Like I can't skip this. <laughs> like, right. This sucks. Yeah. And then like, um, I don't know if you've listened to Rogan since he gave, jumped over to Spotify. A couple of them. I need to check out the one with um, action Bronson. I heard that was really good. Dave Chappelle was really good too. That was within like the last week. Okay. I saw a clip of it. I haven't seen the whole thing. Oh, dude, His shows that, are just so damn long, man. Like when I have it on, I'm usually doing stuff or I'm making sauce because it's like three hours. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta listen to it while you're doing something else. So that, like nobody's got time to just sit there and listen to Rogan. <laughs> yeah. You know, especially when, like, well, you it? know what? I can't say that because there are definitely people in the world who do have time to just sit there and watch every single Joe Rogan episode now. Yeah. I mean, there, I have a couple of buddies that are like, have you, have you seen this on Rogan? I'm like, no, man, like calm down. I listen to Rogan from time to time. I don't watch it every single time. He's a smart guy, but sometimes I don't want, if I wanted to listen to my stone buddy talk about aliens, I'll just go hang out with him. it's interesting and it's funny but like i don't need to watch that for three hours right right yeah so the at the beginning of of his podcast over on spotify it there there's like probably six minutes of ads before you get into the podcast luckily you can yeah you can like on spotify you have like the plus 15 seconds so you can just like hit rapid fire on the on the plus 15 <laughs> seconds all the way through them but yeah can you do that on the the free one because i don't pay for spotify i already pay for too many streaming things that i was like i'll just deal with ads i actually don't know i don't know i've had i think i've had pre uh spotify premium since before rogan went on to spotify so i'm not sure i'm not yeah, sure if I'll it's on it the out. free one Cause that was the um, one thing. Cause my, I have buddies that have Spotify premium. I'm like, Oh, this is nice. You don't have any ads. You can skip. And they're like, yeah, man, pony up. I'm like, nah, I can't do it. I already paid for Disney plus and all this other shit. Like I can't do it. Yeah. I've been, uh, I've been simplifying as far as the streaming stuff goes. And Kalen has not been happy about it. 
but no. um for one i got i got rid of it started with disney plus uh and i don't want to get political here but i i'm refusing to give my money to stuff that gives a lot of money to china and i know that basically means that yeah. i have to move to the woods and just like you know live off of what's in they, they right around me strategically bought up everything man yeah like what is it china owns like a third of africa now or some yeah. shit like that and they're they're developing it and it's supposed to be the next industrialized uh area yeah which is insane that is crazy that's crazy yeah that, that i don't know what's gonna happen with that but yeah it started out with with uh disney plus got rid of disney plus because you know the ties there obviously disney and china mm-hmm. um then i was like looking at all the, the like the other streaming services that i had i was like i we uh what else do we have we had netflix we had amazon uh Prime Video, um, Prime yeah, Video comes three. with my, yeah, Prime Video comes with my Prime membership, so, you know, that's mm-hmm. whatever. Plus Hulu, um, Hulu I got rid of, um, Netflix I might actually get rid of here pretty soon, so I might only the and then the only other one that I have now is Peacock because all the races Hold are on. You Peacock. can watch the races. Yeah. Dude, they have a lot. I didn't even realize. So that you got your big ones, like you just said, Disney Plus, Hulu, um, Netflix, um, Prime, Peacock. Then they have all these other ones, like one specifically for scary movies, like thrillers and slashers. They have um, like when you actually go through, there's like 20 streaming services. It's like, why? Like, why? This was supposed to be. <laughs> streaming was supposed to end cable and you just moved cable onto a new platform that's all you yeah, did basically. it's still it still has ads they up the charges every few months yep yeah so uh, oh, i had hbo plus for oh yeah that one month cool. i got it for one month because they did the uh um godzilla versus kong release on hbo the plus movie. The movie was dope. Uh, also, did you see Mortal Kombat? I did not. They did that Kombat. on purpose. They did that on purpose because um, they didn't want you to be able to get Godzilla versus Kong and Mortal Kombat within a 30-day period. So you'd have so you to renew to, to your... get Mortal Kombat. Gotcha. You know, I used to have a buddy back in the day before um, Xbox really upped their game when it came to like streaming and everything. This was like the Xbox 360 or something like that, like way back when. And I don't know if this would still work, but for streaming stuff, he never paid for Xbox Live ever. He would just make a new email account and do the month trial. And then when it (laughs) ran out, he'd make another email account for like two years. Or something like that. And you just kept doing that so that you could play like Call of Duty or whatever online for free. Nice. That's a strategy, like, man. Cheap. I was like, you cheapskate motherfucker, but whatever. <laughs> if you've got the time to keep making new new emails, go for it. Right? Like there, he probably has something like 50 email accounts just out there. <laughs> and all they have on them is just Xbox Live membership updates. <laughs> That's amazing. 
I'm not going to lie. I did something similar to that um, early on in the uh, Netflix days. I they still definitely... have one of the Netflix discs. Do you? Yeah, I forgot to send it back. And then they just kind of were like, well, we're not doing this anymore. It's the original Transformers movie. Do they they don't do the they don't do the discs anymore? I don't think so, man. I think that stopped. Jeez. Yeah, and I have they, like the OG from the 80s Transformers movie on DVD from Netflix and the little sleeve that you'd put it in and put it back in the mail, keeping it forever. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, the um they invested a lot in that infrastructure. So I I started listening to this new podcast maybe um two months ago now um it's called business wars it's so cool they they basically lay it out like it's like it's a war documentary but it's like Hmm. it's like strategic battles between different companies they have like 300 episodes now or something crazy like that but the the first the first series it's a six part uh six episode series is blockbuster versus netflix i just wrote a paper on that exact thing did you yeah you should and i was siding with that because it's from a technology standpoint so my class is uh how businesses um leverage technology to grow or don't leverage technology and Mine was from the the side Netflix. Like they did an amazing job. Like the entire point of their business was to undercut Blockbuster. Right. Like they just disrupted the whole market. And then they took over video production to where now like any TV show that's made half the time is probably a Netflix original. At least the one that people are talking about is. Right. Yeah, dude, check out that podcast. I bet you, I bet you would eat that up business i've been uh yeah i've been i've been listening so they've got you know nike versus adidas which that one was really interesting um i just did coke versus pepsi isn't isn't uh adidas and uh, not pepsi adidas and puma two brothers that made different yeah Yeah. so nuts too so the uh one of the owners uh, well, the owner of Adidas, they're the Dassler brothers. It was Adi Dassler, which is where Adidas hmm. came from. Adi Das. Yeah, that's cool. And for for those of you who are interested in business, go check out Business Wars. It's pretty cool. I just followed it on Spotify. So um, another company that we are trying to work a partnership out with is... Uh, Vulcan. Now that we're talking about uh, technology, um, you've got that Super Seventy Three. So Vulcan is the that company I sent you that link with the, all the, of the electric the off-road bikes. Yeah, the the EATVs. They've got like bikes, mm-hmm. and they've got um, some like side by side and four by four solutions. Side by sides, rip man. You see everybody yeah. in their their little family and them things on the trail just word. <laughs> My brother's got one. My brother's got one. They, he goes out with his son on his dirt bike and his daughter on his on her four wheeler, and they hit the trails, and yeah, it's pretty cool. Speaking of dirt bikes, just to just to go back really quick, and then we come back come back to this Vulcan thing. Are you racing this year? I know you said you're going to some tracks. Are you racing? 
I um I ride on a track that is not an open racing track. Now that being said, I may get out and race um a race or two over this summer. Just to try to get slap uh power to the ground stickers all over that bitch. Yeah, I am uh I'm actually working on a custom graphics kit for my bike, a custom uh power to the ground graphics kit. Hell yeah. I'm still yeah. trying to find jerseys, man. I can't find like anywhere that that will get me blanks or make me jerseys that aren't like $50 a pop. You got to hit up dog bro, on that one. I want bro taco jerseys, man. Like I just can't find anywhere that the only thing I can find is like, yeah, we'll put your name on the back. And I'm like, no, nah, I don't want that. <laughs> yeah. You got to talk, talk to uh, Doug. I bet Doug would know where you got to go for that. All right, I'll I'll shoot him a message in the which what is that thing called that you guys use? Uh, Not Slack. In, um, no, in, Discord. Uh, Discord. Yeah, I'll, yep. shoot, I'll hit him which, up on Discord. If you're not in the Discord, join up on the Discord. You can find it on a link on the website. You can find it on the the Facebook page too. Um, all right, dude. Well, this is this is kind of the inaugural episode of the uh, the new format. So nice. Hope, well, thanks for having me you, on. Let's talk about yeah. that that uh, Vulcan thing real quick. Because oh yeah, cool. yeah, Vulcan. Let's get it. So Vulcan is. Um, I got a hold of them a couple of months ago, and they they said that they had some news coming up in G- in uh, June that they wanted to share. So they are. Um, one of their representatives is going to be on the show at some point in June, giving some sort of a, a big news break on, cool. uh, on the show. So I, I don't know what that's going to be. I don't know if it's going to be a new product. I know they have uh, some of their existing products actually haven't dropped yet. They're, they're like in presale still. So I don't know Where if it's going to be that. Um, that I don't know. Hang on. Let me pull it pull up their stuff here maybe they'll let you guys go do a live episode of you getting goofy on their their side by side oh dude that would be sweet these side by sides are sick they are sick looking i was checking out their their what was it like a mini bike or their off-road dirt bike it has humongous tires on it yeah they have the grunt which is their off-road dirt bike they have the runt which is their mini bike which is still an off-road bike. Mm-hmm. They have a stag, which is like a, it's like a Baja style side by side. And then they have the beast, which is like, a, like you're more, no, I guess this could, I don't know. That's more like a mini car. You might actually mm-hmm. be able to register that for the road. I don't know. It looks like it's got t- car tires on it. Max speed of eighty miles an hour. Oh yeah, six, let's let's have some fun on that. Yeah, six hundred foot pound torque. Got one hundred and fifty mile range on it. Zero to sixty in four point five seconds. Dude, that sounds like a good time. Yeah. So I'm, I don't try, know, I'm trying to build up my Super Seventy Three because there's people that they put two motors on it, two batteries on it, they wire them up, and they can get them up to like sixty five. Jeez. just on flat ground i want it i want it so bad <laughs> <laughs> dude it's just expensive yeah. to wire up the two the two motors 
well and like parts and everything like oh yeah somebody was saying to have it done it's something like 2500 and i'm like that's a new fucking bike man right but i mean i Somebody's guess it goes as fast as two bikes <laughs> <laughs> so. they don't they don't have any kits for it or anything like that parts are really hard to come by for these bikes right now i gotcha. think it's 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 got a lot to do with the pandemic and everything uh just because manufacturing's hard uh right now and then shipping and everything but also they're a new company and i think that they just got way way uh, like people wanted it so bad so they got so yeah. far behind and then it was just like a perfect storm with a mass amount of orders to where everything everything was back ordered in pre-sales to the production stopped because of covid and i was talking to somebody that's in the industry and they said that to get um like crankshafts and everything for the new bikes everybody is bare minimum at a year out on their orders because that's how there's only like two companies in the world that makes parts for these for all these different bikes that's crazy yeah that's that yeah um oh here comes goes the cavalry can you hear them <laughs> yeah i can hear them there it is they're coming right yeah. down your street man yeah they're right they're right outside that window right there right outside hmm. um if my head wasn't in the way you probably would have seen the lights <laughs> um yeah dude supply shortages it's a real it's a real deal and uh I've got a couple different clients that are working with the uh, same same issues and just can't get stuff. It sucks. It sucks. I only had to deal with it a little bit when I needed bottles and like that was a pain in the ass and I had to people had to wait like a month. I can only imagine like having to wait like 6 months to a year for one part that you need. I'd be yeah. pissed. Yeah. Yeah, like I'd almost huge... just go find a machinist in in Ballard in Seattle and be like, "Hey, this is what I need. Can you make this for me?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or find some way to three D print it. Yeah, I mean these days, yeah. can't you, you can three D print metal now, right? Yeah, you can. Yeah, they make that. They're uh, metallic CN, uh metallic three D printers, and there's also like CNC machines are basically. I mean, it's the opposite of a 3D printer. Is you, you yeah, start you just with put the sheet metal in there. Yeah, that's what I was saying. You just find somebody to mill it down for you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cool, man. I'm fucking stoked yeah. that, to see what's going on with the show. It's cool to watch. It's cool watching it grow. Um, I think it's dope that you have more people on board, and then it's turning into something. Honestly, it kind of looks like it's turning into what you guys wanted it to be when you started. So it's cool to see the progression. Thanks, man. I really appreciate it. I've, I've definitely, um, I'll probably have you on a, probably a couple times over the summer, you know, your schedule <laughs> allowing. I'm always doing so, weird shit, man. Yeah, I know. That's what, that's well, part of it. I, I can't wait for well, you to schedule can, uh... this Harley trip. That's what I was just about to say. Like, I don't know exactly where I'm going, um, but this this last trip was supposed to be the test run of if I can do school and work remote and um, like somehow I got to figure out somehow how to automate Bro Taco so that when I get orders, it just is shipped out of a warehouse. So all I have to do is make a bunch of it, 
put it in the warehouse and then it'll all be shipped out. But if I can figure that out, then I potentially can just be on the road as long as I want to, as long as I have internet service. Right. And until so, you run out of inventory. Yeah. And then I got to go back and make some more, but if I'm yeah. going to go out for like, Oh, I'm going to be gone for like a month or two on the motorcycle. Then I'm going to make like probably 500 bottles of each. <laughs> you know, just spend like a couple of days just slinging sauce. Yeah. And then that would, you know, going on that trip would be essentially just endless content for you to market bro taco. Yeah. Well, that's another thing. That's why I want those, uh, <laughs> well, Doug just—he wants it packaged with love. Yeah, that—that was—that's uh, quite the sentence there, Doug. I'm not surprised that you put package and love and sauce all in the same sentence. I, I make sure to do something a little extra to Doug's. Just saying, it may touch some okay. things that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, but no, that's what I was saying. Like, I want those little small travel bottles. I got to figure those out because then if I'm doing something like that. I'll just fill a saddlebag with like bottles to just give away, you know, like as I'm rolling through town or, you know, what I did start doing is I'll go to a restaurant and usually they just have like some bullshit hot sauce. They don't like, like I don't like Tabasco. So I'll just have a bottle of my own and then I'll open it up, use it at the restaurant. And then I'll just leave that bottle on the table and walk away. That's that a way great it's like, idea. Like they just have my sauce. Yeah. You didn't you didn't say the F word enough, man, Doug. You you didn't say the F word enough. I didn't understand you. Yeah. And if you don't have crayons <laughs> in your mouth, I can't understand you either. Yeah. You gotta have the snacks. Yeah, gotta have the snacks. That joke snacks. got so so big that somebody actually developed edible crayons. Yeah, I know. I saw that. And I've yeah. it's one of those things I've totally embraced too. Yeah, Where, like, like people talk so much trash on it. At first, it was annoying, but now it's just like, I'm just gonna own it. Whatever. If that's yeah, all you got, whatever. all you got is the crayon thing. Yeah. Why do I eat crayons? Because I like the taste. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the dude from Dodgeball. It's like necessary. Necessary. Is it necessary for me so to long. drink my own urine? No, but it's <laughs> sterile, and I like the taste. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go watch that. I like I like the meme where it's uh, Ben Stiller in that movie and Vince Vaughn, and it's the part where he's like, "You made me bleed my own blood," but yep. somebody somebody said that put Marines across Ben Stiller, and then when he snaps his finger and the scooter pops up, but that's the Navy, and he hops on and rides off. <laughs> and Vince Vaughn's like the Army, and the chicks the Air Force. I yep, saw that, and I've I was like, it. I I hate how accurate this is. It's so accurate. Yep. It's an absolute metaphor for the armed services. Yep. Mm-hmm. For and Space sure. Force is probably the one filming it. <laughs> From the sky. Yeah. Yep. All right, man. Well, it was great having you here. I'm sure I'm gonna probably I'll probably end up talking to you tomorrow when you inevitably send me some funny video that I have to screen before I yeah, show it yeah, to anybody you definitely, else. You, you definitely gotta not open those around your kid. I'm just yeah, telling you right now, like not. don't anything that I send you in a chat, if it's a video, yeah. it's don't, don't let your child see that. Yeah. I sneak into <laughs> another room before I open it up. That's for sure. But hey, it man, could be I anything from a funny cat video to somebody like getting punched in the face. 
or or a monkey yeah that monkey one was i remember that i was dying though that was super funny oh dude i the first time i opened it i i sent that one to doug too i almost i almost <laughs> threw up i almost threw i did up. too man i someone oh, sent man. that to me and i almost threw up so i was like i'm sending this to everybody i had to see it you have to see it <laughs> Well, thank you for sharing the love. I appreciate it. No problem. But all right, man, I'll let you go. I'm going to go hop on my bike and go cruise around for a little bit before it gets dark. All right, dude. Yeah, it's already dark here, so I'll probably wait until tomorrow to hit the the trails. All right, man. All right, dude. Have a good night. Enjoy your your, your ride. I'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. Later, Doug. (laughs) And that is it. That's it for this inaugural episode. So I will see you guys next week on Thursday at 7 p.m. Hopefully we'll have uh, Devin Harriman on here with me for that one. If not, then I'll see you.